Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a kingdom educator, anointed by the creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. I am looking forward to today's interview as we continue our podcast unit on teacher testimonies, teachers who've made an impact in our lives, as well as encouraging you in your classroom that what you're doing is making a difference every day. And so we are here today. I have Amanda Green with me. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay, so Amanda is amazing. She works at this great organization called Hope is Alive that actually helps people who come from various backgrounds um, having addictions, introduces them to Jesus and different steps to freedom through him and the power of his word. And they have an 85% success rate of helping people get out of different addictions. So I just think it's amazing what you do. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much, Jessica. I, I absolutely love it. I love that I'm able to help people like lean more into Jesus and to find freedom from addiction. It's absolutely wonderful having a front row seat, being able to watch it happen and see what God does for people. Yes. So a little aside, I'll put their information in the show notes if anybody wants to connect or you know someone who might be a good candidate for this program. Because like I said, they're nationwide. Thank you, Amanda, for being here. We'll focus on our topic now. (laughs) So today we actually just had lunch together and we're sharing about our life stories. Could you share a little about your experience with school and how it impacted you as a young person? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. So when I was a kid, first of all, I'm the youngest of six. And so I always felt like I did not know that you didn't No, I have five older siblings and my youngest one is seven years older than me. Whoa. So they're anywhere from 14 to seven years older than me. So I kind of felt like the other kid, right? I felt more like I had like seven parents than two. So (laughs) I always tried to be the one that people wanted to be around, but I was never quite the cool person. And so I decided to kind of like take a different road and I wanted to be there for people, no matter whether they were nice to me or not. Mm -hmm. And I just was never part of the popular crowd. It just wasn't part of what I did, but I always wanted to keep Jesus at the forefront of everything. And so people would call on me. So it's really funny that I'm in addiction now because like that I work there because my friends would go to these parties and they would call at two o'clock in the morning and ask me to come pick them up. And my parents would say yes, because Mm -hmm. they would know what I was doing. So when I was in seventh grade, um, I started going back to public school after being in private school, a Christian school in California for a long time. I went to a very small public school and moving from California to Arkansas to a town of 1200 people that have been to school together since they were in kindergarten is not exactly the easiest crew to just step into. Right. And when I was in seventh grade, um, we had a brand new teacher at our school and her name was Jody Wine and it was her first year teaching there and she actually lived three doors down from me. Oh, wow. Jody has the biggest heart of any person you could ever meet. I'll never forget our very first class time with her. She had us all sit down in a circle on the floor and tell us about each other, tell us our stories. She told us about herself and her family and just she wanted to be our friend. Like Mm. we knew that she truly cared about us from the moment of go. 
I had mentioned to you earlier that I've struggled with migraines since I was three years old. And my teachers were never very empathetic about it at all. Um, they thought that I had sinus infections. They thought I was faking it. Jody never once made me feel mm. like I was faking anything. She cared about me. She would let me come lay on her floor at lunchtime when I was sick. She was my friend. She would pray with me. This mm. was at a public school. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I could go to her. And when she acted like my friend, she truly was. That did not mean that you got away with anything in her room at all. <laughs> At all. She's she's great. She's fantastic. But she was definitely your teacher. And there were kids, there were guys that would sign up to be in home ec just so they could be in Miss Wine's class. Wow. Yeah, she's she's incredible. So that is so neat. Yes. Sounds like she did make all the difference for you at school. Oh, 100 percent. She did. Yeah. 100 percent. How would you say like going into the future, how has um, Miss Weinberg's influence on you, like changed your life ongoing into the, like, how has it changed oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. your life into the future? I knew that she was actually the person that, that she acted like she was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a mask. It wasn't a face. It wasn't, it was always extremely genuine. Mm-hmm. She would talk to you like a mom one minute because she was pouring into you and correcting you. But in the next minute, she was your best friend. But she would never betray your trust. Mm. She would never tell anyone else. If you said, I need to talk to you about something, please don't go to anyone else. I would go to her before I would go to the counselor. She was my true confidant. Mm. And that meant so much, knowing that I could trust her. And you and I had talked about this a little bit earlier. I have a seven-year-old now. And trust is still the number one goal in my house. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that if you can trust someone, then there's never anything that you can't get past. And so I always knew that I could trust her. That That was the number one trait of Jody Wine throughout. Whether it was when I was in school. Whether it was as my neighbor. Whether it was after school. Whether... It's when I go back now as a one-year-old person <laughs> and just talk to my friend. And she's now retired, but I know that she's that same person that she was 30 years ago as my teacher mm-hmm. that I can talk to. And I can tell her, these are the things that are going on in my life. I can trust her not to tell anyone else. And I can trust her to pray about it. Wow, that's really powerful. I was thinking about our different teachers who might be listening to this podcast, Amanda, and just the encouragement that wherever they are showing trustworthiness is really blessing their students. That's one takeaway that they could grab a hold of is being genuine and trustworthy. A hundred percent. I think being genuine and being trustworthy is something that is discounted so much that we don't look at each other as adults and realize how much that means to kids these days. Yeah. Because like we feel like we always put it on our children. I need to be able to trust what you say to me. But how much do they need to be able to trust what we say to them? Right. You know, yeah. we we always say, well, it's just a little white lie. Oh, we're just cutting this corner. Oh, we don't want them to be exposed to this. That's not what they need. These kids understand more than what we can ever imagine. And if they know that they can trust you to be 100% honest with them and to know that when they come to you, 
that you're not going to betray that trust. And if you say that you're going to pray for them, that you pray for them, Mm -hmm. that you're going to speak life into them. That's something else Jody always did. It was no matter how difficult of a day I was having, she would pour some sort of light into me, whether it was complimenting my hair that day or telling me that she loved my heart or trusting me to babysit her children. Oh, wow. It was, Mm -hmm. it was always something that made me feel like a good human. And whenever you pour that into kids today, you can actually change the world. You can literally change the trajectory of their entire future whenever you do that because they need somebody to believe in them and they need somebody that they can believe in as well. So just a reminder and an encouragement to listeners today, like when we're tapping into God's heart for people, what he says, what he feels what he sees in someone, and we call that out, we're calling out the gold, it really can change the trajectory of our students' lives. And we have no idea how far it goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here so we powerful. Are, here we are, 30. Mm-hmm. We're sitting at 30 years later now. Mm-hmm. We're 30 years later, and I still think about how she treated me in high school. That's really influential. Yeah. So when we think about these teachers who are listening, who are teaching right now in this day and age, and things are so different than when you and I were raised and going to school, what's a word of encouragement that you would leave for them as they're wanting to leave a stamp for the kingdom of God in public or private school classrooms? Just don't ever discount what an influence you can be on them because when you are that shining light, mm-hmm. when you're that positive beacon, when you're the one that's pouring hope and life and words of affirmation into them and letting them know that, yes, you're there to teach them. Absolutely. Please teach them reading, writing, and arithmetic. As a mom, please do that. But my goodness, if they can trust you and you can be their friend mm-hmm. and love on them, man, that, that makes all the difference in the world because mm-hmm. having dealt with youth today because I was I was a youth leader for a long time they're dealing with things that we could have never imagined right when we were kids mm-hmm. and some of them would come to me and say my teachers don't understand they don't believe me they don't know believe them trust them understand that they've got stuff going on at home and sometimes you are their safe space mm-hmm. and sometimes they just need you to say hey you look really pretty today I'm glad you're in my class it's yeah. so good to see you today I love your smile. I wish I could see it more. Mm -hmm. Those words that you speak to them will last throughout a lifetime. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Thank you, Amanda, for sharing today. Would you mind closing out our session with prayer? I know a lot of these teachers are needing courage in this day and age and strength for, for them to be able to press into God's heart to call out the gold and to be able to hear when it's so busy. And right now there's so many, some, for some people, accelerated poor behaviors Mm, (laughs) in school. And so they're just facing a lot of noise, if you will. Oh, for sure. So if you'd be willing to close us out and just pray for them, that would be such a blessing. Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, Yeah. Father God, I just thank you so much for this time with my friend, Jessica. Mm. Lord, I thank you for what she is doing for so many teachers and the light that she's pouring into them. God, right now, we just ask that you just be with these teachers that are listening to this podcast. Lord, they're obviously listening because they want to be more of an encouragement. They want to have a light. They want to be a light in a dark world of these children that they are working with. God, I pray that you bring them patience each and every day as they're working with these kids. Some of them that have behavioral issues, some of them that don't have 
raising at home that um, is pointing them in the direction of light. Lord, Lord, I pray that you just give them the words to speak to them. I pray that you give them words of truth and honesty, but also words of love and hope, Lord. God, I just pray that you just encourage them each and every day. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray that you place a light inside of these teachers for themselves as well, Lord, to where they can see each other as they come and go, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they can be an encouragement to not only the students that they are working with, but to each other, God. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just thank you so much that you have put your hand on each and every one of these teachers that are listening right now. I thank you that you have placed them in the lives of these children, that they are going to be an influence, that they are going to make a difference, that it's not going to just be for today or tomorrow or next year. It's going to be years down the road and they are going to be able to say, that was my teacher. They made a difference and I am who I am today because of them. God, I pray for encouragement each and every day for these teachers as they wake up and they rise up and their feet hit the ground and let them know that they are making a difference in our world. I thank you for them. I thank you for the calling on their lives. And God, I pray that you bless them, their families, their schools, and their students. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.